This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Tap Into. I'm Travis. I'm Pete. And this is our story. Two and a half years ago, we were leading mediocre lives in Kentucky, working for the weekend and filling our time with things that didn't always matter. I mean, life wasn't bad by any means, but we always had a feeling that things could be better, a feeling there was something more out there and our lives could hold more purpose. So we sold all of our belongings, including a house, a car, and pretty much everything we owned, packed up our trusty Prius, and drove across the country to sunny California. This podcast shares the good, the bad, and everything in between as we continue our journey to expand and grow every day. Come join us each week on Facebook to interact with us live on our page, Travis and Pete, where we share all the tools we have collected along the way to enjoy a life full of gratitude, love, and purpose. Wait, since it's live, does that mean I have to wear pants? Nah, there'll be a desk. Sweet! So come as you are, set aside what you think you know, and simply listen. And as always... Take Take what what you you like like and leave leave the the rest. rest. Hey, everybody. How's it going? everybody. Do some sharing. I will. I'm sipping of my, I'm sipping my La Croix, which it's not. It's, uh. It's water. (laughs) First Street Purified Drinking Water brought to you by Specialty Produce Network. How's everybody doing today? We're going to give people a couple minutes to come on into the chisel. And in the meantime, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a little bit. I say what I'm going to say next, just because. What are you going to say? I don't know. Um, so today is Friday here in uh, beautiful San Diego. We are at the Specialty Produce Network, right here in the Specialty Produce, located here in awesome, awesome, beautiful, sunny San Diego. I don't know where old exactly. town. Or, old town. There we go. We're in old town. The original so if you haven't San Diego. figured it out or been down here and you like the fruits and veggies, come on <gasps> by, folks. It's like a literal playground for foodies. And yeah, I'm still using the word foodies. People don't like the word anymore. I don't know why. I still like it. I'm a foodie, so suck it. Um, yeah, so this place has everything you would ever need to do some cookings. Um, and probably, not probably, the freshest fruit and produce um, all around ever. Hey, Elizabeth. Right? It's been a minute. We uh, missed you. We've missed you so, too. Rhonda Sue Blessed is in the house. Hi, Mama. Ooh. My mama's birthday today, everybody. So show some love and say happy birthday to Rhonda Sue as you come on happy in. Happy birthday uh, we, we had a really great rendition of uh, Happy Birthday for Mama earlier. Uh, uh, I mean, it was, it it was, was good. It was not, it's not going to win American Idol. I don't, well, no, I, but, I don't want to. But it was um, it was very uh, off key. Stop and, talking and to me. Beautiful. I'm trying to share. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Um, so yeah, gonna wait a couple more minutes. People coming in. Uh, I don't know if this count is right right now because uh, it says one, and I'm seeing at least. Oh look, see, oh, Elizabeth said happy birthday, Mama Rhonda Sue. Uh, thank you for that, Dave Moore. His house. Glad to see you here, uh, Dave. I am loving. Loving, 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 loving uh, your book. Uh, mostly because I can hear your, your voice come through, which is ultimately, they say, is the best compliment for someone who writes a book. You want it to kind of, you know, come through in the author's voice. And it's happening. It's hilarious. It's super insightful. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. Um, I will be uh, checking out the rest of your books, obviously. So, thanks. And I'll, I'll, I'll buy them this time. <laughs> Uh, but today, today's episode, episode 70, you know, 
Already? Already. Wow. Yeah, we were 69. Like seven, we, zero. we were episode 69 last time and it came out. Oh, yeah, we Just did. Just in case come you missed that as, one. As 69ers. Um, yeah, so today is episode 70. Um, again, also, my mama's birthday. So she's not 70. That does no correlation <laughs> whatsoever um, in that number, but, you know, it just goes hand in hand. Uh, hello, Carol Salas. How are you? Um, so today, the devil wears Payless. We posted a um, video, um, a little video clip of the Devil Wears Prada, in case you haven't, uh, you didn't get a chance to check that out. Uh, Is there a necessity to share that? No. No, we don't have to share that again. Um, Oh, yeah, I'll do the review on Amazon too, Dave. Actually, tonight, I'll do that. Make sure, because it's definitely reviewable. Yeah, um, no the the video clip is one of the one of the the parts of the Devil Wears Prada the movie that speaks to me. Um, I posted it a while ago, I think before I even knew Travis because I was having a similar reaction at one of a previous job. Um, and so let's do a little recap of the scene. Have you are we done? We got got the intros done. I'm Travis. You're Pete. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh-oh. Oh, okay, you're really good at that. I uh, well, you know, whatever. Uh, no. So recap of the video. Um, because I'll recap it because I have a feeling you're going to be talking most of this. Uh, okay, <laughs> go for it. Done, sold. Uh, so it, it kind of sets up the, the 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 scene is where if you've seen the movie, it's it's actually we don't even have to n- name the names. Um, there is a woman who comes into a very nice uh, job. We'll call it that. Working for a very big um, fashion magazine, um, and she's complaining that uh, she is not getting recognized as much as she would like to be recognized. Um, And someone who has worked there, an older gentleman who has worked there, um, (laughs) Dave Moore said, can I be Meryl Streep? Sure, you can be whatever you want to, Dave. Uh, An older gentleman that's worked there for a long time kind of just puts this young girl in her place, uh, I would like to say. Gives her her own ha-ha moment. Was that fair to say? I like that. Essentially, just by saying, you know what, there are a hundred people that would kill for your job, and you're sitting here having a pity party because the job you signed up for isn't giving you the praise that you want. So sad. Um, And, you know, the expectation, I guess, she had going into that job was that she was going to be this you know, well-known woman of, of this magazine, and it just didn't happen for her. So she had set expectations for that, right? Hey, Kathy. Um, and it was, again, it was a really great clip because it kind of brought into light of, you know, this is what you signed up for. People would do your job just fine. We get 100 other people in here if you don't want to do it. There's the door if you don't think you can. And how about you be a little bit more humble um, because, again, this is what you signed up for. And you want more out of it. And why is that? Is that fair? That's pretty good. Good enough? Yeah. So this is the part of the, the podcast where we go, Pete, how does that relate to your job? I think we're going to have our own, like, this should, this should be a, a segment because it's kind of a, a happening thing. Yeah. Um, well, I love well. I love unpacking my life through movies and books and stories and other people and finding the aha moments. And, okay, so Travis and I were sitting at dinner last night. And I'm and I'm and I'm and I'm uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah. Anne Hathaway's character. I'm I'm her and I'm whining, bitching almost. Yeah. Um and I'm and I think I'm doing it coming from a place of like I, I really want to grow and I wanna see like how to show up differently if they'll do it my way is the theme of this conversation. And Travis goes 
if you don't want to be told what to do or if you don't want if you want your opinion to matter, then why are you always finding jobs where you're paid to not have an opinion? And I leaned back in my chair as I'm doing now, really far away from the microphone. And I was like, God damn it, I can't argue with that. Like it was just the mirror in my face and it hit me on the forehead. And he I'm hated slapping it. the table. I, in a, I loved it, but it was crinkly. It was like, oh my God, I'm sitting in this truth and I just, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. So I took a moment and I stopped talking for a few moments, took another couple sips of the margarita. <laughs> he stopped talking except for every like 20 seconds he would look at me and go, you, you. You, I can't wait for it to be Monday. Yeah, because this is this is how I feel about it. Um, you know, it's I, I, we've, you know, Pete and I have grown up in very different circumstances. Um, in life, um, we've been given, I think, the same opportunities, but it's we've chosen differently on how to use that. Um, so for me, and I was talking to him, you know, it was like he said he was complaining all the time that it was just, you know, how come these people aren't seeing what I see and doing what I do? Because I have all these great, great, great ideas. And to me, they're great ideas as well. Um, and But his boss is telling him and has mentioned several times that this is what you're here for. Um, see it my way or see the highway. He actually used deal. the phrase in an email to me, uh, this is what we pay you to do. And so I did. I kind of uh, snapped I, a picture of that and I sent it to Travis. And I was like, can you believe this motherfucker? <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah. And the truth of the matter is, yes. uh, he's exactly right. He is exactly right. And so um, I've always kind of, not always, yeah, always, since I graduated um, high school even, I've put myself into the position uh, to be of some sort of supervisor, manager, um, someone with a little bit more authority because I learned, <laughs> I learned very early early in life that I don't like to be told what to do <laughs> and I like to tell others what to do. Um, character flaw, maybe, but then again, it's, it's you, something you that I about yourself. That's yeah, powerful. It's something that has served me very, very well. Um, so this has been something that I've been trying to instill or, or model even for Pete since we've known each other. Um, and, and overall just most people, because um, I, I came from a very fake it till you make it, background whenever it came to that my first um my job out of high school uh was a supervisor over many people for a, a client development um job i guess you could say uh, uh taking care of people with special needs um and i came in there and i lied my ass off told them that you know i'd done it forever and and that i could do it and i had the ability to do it and i did it so my thing is is that you get your foot in the door and then you make your own rules, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have, hey, Lisa, um, I, I've i always done that, um, and it's put me into the position of being a lot less stressed in some circumstances. I mean, yeah, you can get very stressed whenever you're dealing with um, managing people. But overall, my stress comes from when people, very much like Pete, when people tell me something I should be doing, but I, in my head, have a brilliant way of doing it better. Um, so it was a very big aha moment. It's been great and it served me well. It's served me to the point to where I am ultimately the highest, uh, position in my company of the company of one right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I love it. I love what I do. It's given me the freedom and the ability to do what I want to do. It's not so much for, for Pete right now. So, um, yeah, what are you going to do differently? 
Oh my gosh. So when it comes to having aha moments, like when I look back at all the jobs that I've taken, um, accepted, thought that I would, you know, a lot of them have had the theme of, well, this is something that I can do relatively easily to make money. I don't need an education or a background or experience, whatever. They've all been entry level. And what I've, what I'm learning about myself now is that I have needs. There are, there are ways that my brain works that I, uh, that I want, that I want to be able to learn in certain ways. And I want to be able to associate with people in certain ways or not associate people in certain ways. I want to be able to, uh, make mistakes and grow from them. I want to problem solve. I want to be creative. How Pete is best at being creative. And I simply don't have the, and Toyota was the first thing that this really came up on and ended up getting me fired gratefully. Um, and so, but I, I don't have permission to be Pete. And that aha moment actually came a few weeks ago. Um, but now I'm, but the other side of that is, and is that I'm not being paid to be Pete. I'm being paid to be a robot who enters numbers into a computer and solves problems the way that someone who sits above me in pay grade tells me to do it and to work the mailroom that I work in and the someone in the way that the person who sits above me tells me to do it. And that's what you signed up for, though, right? <sighs> That is exactly what I subconsciously signed Applied up for. for yeah. yeah. That and, and that's that's how entry level stuff works. Like uh-huh. someone has a brilliant idea, starts a company of one, and then all of a sudden they need people to help run it. And they get to be the visionary on how everyone else runs their company. And I understand that. Um and I know that Google has a thing now where they are more employee centric and the better your employees are, the better performance they have and all this stuff. That's not where I am right now. Um and I'm showing up and I'm trying to like you know, I get triggered and my boss comes at me. Literally, that scene from The Devil Wears Prada that's posted on her page about where she, what Travis just recapped, where I don't ever get praise and I always feel like I get attacked and I do something and it may have not been in the right moment or the right time or the right way. But instead of being, instead of, instead of missing the, well, missing the opportunity to say, you know what, I appreciate that you put effort into this, but let's look at this differently. It's always the negative. That man walks into a room making a joke. 10% of the time or criticizing and micromanaging 90% of the time. So I've, and I'm where I've been working on pausing and trying to redirect the conversation. And while all those are good things that will serve me in life, that's not what I'm paid to do. And so I've gotten a lot of good practice at those things. And now what I told Travis last night, I was like, I can't wait to show up on Monday. I can't wait to come into work on Monday and start showing up differently to, I don't like the way he tells me to do things. I don't necessarily learn the same way but i'm also not really trying that hard to be different than i already am i I can make i don't want to but because i'm there i can make an effort to do things more like he wants me to do and it will cause so well this is a theory but the theory is is it will cause so much less friction well it's a power struggle at this point it is a power struggle and he will always win because that's that's what i signed up for that's what he so the reason that i the other side of this conversation after that haha moment happened is I was talking to Travis this morning and I was like, I'm so, I want to hear, cause we've never really talked about this about much about his job past. I know a couple of the details that he shared today and that's pretty much it. So the mindset that it takes to lead other people, not just lead other people and manage other people to get paid to do it, to get where someone looks at me in an interview and says, you're a leader, you're a manager. Here's the, here, here's the key to the, the mansion go drive my car or whatever. And I have never, eh, how am I going to say this? Pete has always struggled with self-worth and his self-value as to what he brings to the world. And right now I'm getting super clear on how I want to show up and how I want to lead and how I want to manage not only myself, but other people and inspire. 
Um, and so now I need a container, aka a job or a, a service of some sort, or a, like a what, is, what do you what do you, what, ha, what do you say when you donate your time, community service? Like I need something to where I can show up and start practicing this, where I have permission to do so. Um, start my own company, you know, who knows, whatever. So, but my deficit in this getting there is that Pete hasn't believed in himself. Pete doesn't know what his strengths are. Pete doesn't know what he brings to the table. And I'm learning that right now. And I'm enjoying learning that and figuring that out and learning, uh, recognizing my voice and how to distribute that, um, to the world. And so now I'm going to, now I'm able to pay more attention on to, okay, now that I'm getting ready to get ready to be a leader, to get paid to do these things at a job, what's the formula all these people who are already doing it are using? What's the belief they have in themselves? How are they showing up? And I don't just want to be a manager who tells people what to do because I don't like being told what to do, just as like Travis says. And I don't really think any of us really like being told what to do. I think that I, I want to be the kind of leader and the kind of manager that, well, we'll just go with leadership right now. Because managing for me is more about the tasks and less about the person. Um, I want to be the kind of leader that lets people show up as their most authentic self, their own creative selves, their own, the way they problem solve and whatever. And we focus on getting to the goal together. That's the kind of leader I want to be. I have yet to really have that in a boss. So it probably is a direct reflection of how I've seen myself. Um, And so now I'm going to start looking for people and places and things and opportunities to soak up what that looks like firsthand. I want to work for a boss um, who teaches that and lives that for himself, herself, their employees, et cetera. Um, and then I want to be it to the best of my fullest potential. So, and Travis has always, I j- haven't really noticed this because I just, I know that he's always been a manager of some type, but the mindset that it takes to put you there is so, it's the first step. It's the most important step to getting there is believing that I'm worthy and that I'm able and that even if I fake it till I make it a little bit, that I'm able to get there eventually and that I have the tools. So that's where I am right now. And it feels like a huge, like, you know, when Sydney was on the show, we talked about that trauma backpack and I'm part of my trauma is that disbelief in myself and the disbelief in what I can do and bring to the table. And I just took it out of my bag. Yeah. I haven't replaced it yet. No, that's okay. But I have ideas. Make room for the other stuff. Exactly. I'm making room and I feel so much lighter just being able to say that and exhale exhale nice and so now you know what what you bring to this conversation that i really love is your experience on what was that journey to believe in yourself or even fake it till you make it which really isn't believing yourself but tricking yourself to get there and then finding a way to believe in yourself and lead others and like what does that feel like what does that look like what about you know blah 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 you know i think it begins with what for me it definitely began with um a way of life and a uh that i wanted to provide for myself and if we break that down it's money um, and as as we've talked before, money is important. Money makes the world go round. There's nothing right, wrong with liking money. Um, and that's where it started off with me. I wanted, I knew that getting a bigger position meant that I would get more money, which meant that I could spend it on the things I wanted to get spent. Um, but you know, it only took a little bit of time before I realized that it wasn't just about the money. It was partially about the money, but it was also um, I wanted to be able to bring stuff. Um, to the table and to make changes without getting a lot of you know blowback from tons of people above me, right? Uh, so it's like, and it it always has been a self worth. Um, I have at one point I would say probably had an inflated ego whenever it came to what I thought my self worth was. Um, I've always thought that I was you know the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas, if you will. 
Um, and I think, you know, it has to do with um, the people in my life um, that I surround myself with. And again, the opposite side of that was faking it till I make it, right? And that was just kind of not the good part about that. I was faking my self-worth. Um, but, you know, like we do, we we adapt and we overcome things. And I think it's just one of those you know, you do it for a little bit, you get to the job that you want to get, um, and then it just kind of starts falling into place. And then your self-worth is there. Um, I realized that after getting a job, my first job of being a supervisor, that meant that I could do it. So therefore, I could do it again um, and again and again and again. And so that's it's just been kind of uh, it's something that I instilled in myself. And I'm sure down the road or, in the you know, my parents as well instilled that in me. Um that I was worth it, you know, I'm mm-hmm. good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. Yeah. And so I could literally, you know, it's like I tell you sometimes, sell whores in a vagina storm. So it's like, but I was selling myself. I knew how to sell myself because I had so many people in my life tell me how awesome I was. Well, I must be ready because Travis asked me a lot if I'm selling whores in a vagina storm based on yeah. some of the things that I say. Yeah. Oh, say, I just had a thought, and I would like your experience on this. So... A while back, this is before I got the job I have now, still driving for Amazon, and I was applying for new jobs, and I had an opportunity to have a pre-interview for an escape room that was opening up in, in San Diego. And so the person who runs the one up in LA had called me and was asking me questions about my management leadership experience, um, which I said a couple fake it till you make it questions, because up until now, I don't have any specific thing that I've been paid for, um, but a couple of opportunities that I've led in. Um, and that conversation really like looking in a mirror, it really showed my, I felt so naked and I felt so afraid and I felt so unworthy of that position. Um, it was so, it was really scary for me. And for your birthday, we, a group of us went to, (laughs) I think our producer fell asleep. (laughs) She's just listening. Um, um, and for Travis's birthday, we went to an escape room and it was a really cool experience. And I was just sitting here thinking while you were talking, listening as best I could, but also thinking. And I was like, I understand how that escape room works. I understand how to sell it to people. I understand how to, I, like, I don't know the math and the science and the creativity specifically to set one up on my own, but that's not part of the job. The job is to run the place once it's been set up. And, and sell to, fun. And to sell fun and yeah. to connect with people and to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... Damn. So give us some time. Pete's going to build an escape room in the house, I it sounds like. I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> but I'm looking at, like, as I go through this escape room when we did for your birthday, and I'm like, there's so many thing, different things I could have said, and maybe not talking about my experience Ugh. with it, but there's so many different things I could have said to support myself in being able to do it that I didn't, have, I didn't give myself that opportunity for. And that's okay because I needed that experience to reflect back on now. And is one step closer because that's the f- one of the first managerial jobs I've ever applied for. I just said, fuck it. And I hit send. And I got a call back. Boom. And I was like, did you even look at my resume? Because I ain't nothing on there that supports that I can do this. Scroll down a little bit there, um, Danielle, to Elizabeth's comment. And then I want to read this dropper of a mic thing that Dave just said. Uh, Elizabeth said, Pete, create your dream job description. Then take your resume and pluck what's needed to them. Then put yourself out there to attract the right opportunity and that can mean self-employment networking. Absolutely. That's what I was telling him before is like, I have probably six different resumes that it's like, oh, you wanted to know this because I have worked a lot of jobs and I can't fit them all on one page. That's fair. 
I like different, what do you call that? I'm a multi... Tasker? No, the multi that Ted Talk. Oh, like jack of all trades? No, the multi elite. Oh, um, yeah, I don't remember. Multi-potentialite. Yeah, there you That's go. There you go. Um, and then this is it. Dave Moore, here we go. With a, coming in with a mic dropper. I was a terrible employee. I was always doing the things the way I wanted to rather than was supposed to. I was always changing things and then suddenly realized I was unemployable. I started my own business and haven't looked back. Sometimes you are the employer that you have always been looking for. Damn, that's deep. That's right. Didn't that get you to your core? Uh, yeah. And if you haven't figured it out, this is how Dave Moore writes. And if you haven't checked out his book, do so. Because <laughs> this is why I love reading this book so much is because there's so many um, down-to-earth just kind of like nuggets. I wouldn't even call it a nugget. I would call them boulders of like inspiration and, and some stuff. Look, Pete's turning up. That's, so uh, I'm going to interrupt our broadcast with uh, some gratitude drops because this is like <clears throat> since I began changing the people I surround myself with, and asking for help and talking about things and working through it. People come through with, you know, the, the comments in this, not Dave Moore and Elizabeth and like several others, people come through and just share their experience and their inspiration. And I connect with it or I take what I like and I leave the rest. And sometimes it just hits me like a wave of gratitude, gratitude. Yeah. So yeah. I just wanted to drop that out there. Thank you all for your And it's experience. very true. I am the best employee and employer all in one. No, you just do it all, don't you? Look at you. <laughs> well, I'm an employee and an employer myself, so oh, yes. that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Do you, uh, have, you had a, have you had a serious sit-down talk with yourself about every getting, getting out of your PJs? Day, and... <laughs> every day it's a struggle. Uh, but it's a struggle that I love and I'm very grateful for every single day. And for people yeah. out there who are creating their own jo- enjoyment and employment, um, I think you all Sounds know. Sounds like a slogan. Yeah, enjoyment and employment. Um, I think you know what I'm talking about. And I think that that... You could not have said any more eloquently, Dave. Um, I really do feel that you're unemployable. So <laughs> I don't like – I've. well, I'm at the point now where like – so at my job now, I go, I'm tired of this conversation. This is the conversation in my head to my devil wears pay less boss. I'm tired of this conversation. You can either move on from it and get over it or you can write me up or you can fire me. We're not. I'm not yeah. talking about it anymore. That that's why I said like I, I'm entering self sabotage mode, which is what happened at Toyota as well. Um, now that gift was beautiful, um, but I I like my life right now. I like where I live. I like the car I drive. I'm gonna keep paying for those things, so I'm not gonna sabotage this. But I will say this: I when I start applying for jobs, or when I start looking to build a company of my own, um, I'm penciling myself in as the person who's looking over others, for sure, because I know that. Management. Oh. Leadership. Pence, I'm penciling I'm in penciling myself. In. Anyways, I'm, pence, <laughs> I, I'm looking at roles where I can shine as a leader and a manager. Gotcha. And because – and, and I know this for a fact. I can learn whatever the task is. And I, I would like to want to learn what it is. But I can learn whatever it is. But I know that I have within me the ability to help people show up and be the best version of them. Agreed. And I am excited to put that to use. Because yeah. I'm tired of being told no. Surround yourself with five successful, success, successful, successful people, and you will become the sixth. I'm not like a boss unless I am the boss. Yeah, and and Dave Morris, if you're not a boss, you're a leader for sure. I'm the yeah. boss leader. Thank you. I'm the boss leader. Leader boss. I like them both. By uh, the way, y'all. Hey, Don. Boss Baby Bowen. was a movie, and now it's a show on Netflix, and it's pretty oh, well written and it's funny. See, we were so, doing so good. I'm just squirreling out. It's been a while since I've squirreled. I need to get a couple of them out. They're building up. Happy belated birthday, Donna. Uh, Adam's Bolin. And again, um, happy birthday to my mama. Um, today is her birthday. Give us some hearts and some likes for, for my mama because she is the reason that I am this 
um, exceptional She's piece half the of per- yeah, most. <laughs> Ninety percent of the reason that I'm the successful okay. person that Loud I am today, gotcha. um, from her teachings, um, yeah. and now I continue to be because of all the people that I surround myself with, including you, Peter, Peter Pa, Petey Pa, Petey Pa, yeah, That's and, and our wonderful friend in there that I can hear, uh, Danielle, and yeah. everybody that has joined us today. Look at all the hearts. Look at all those Mama. hearts. Um, that's for you. Um, wish I was there to give you a big hug, but we'll be there um, soon enough. Uh, oh, look at it all. Look at them all. I don't think we've ever gotten that many likes, Mom, for our own stuff. That's that's Uh, pretty cool. (laughs) That's okay because, you know, this is what we do. Um, Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on one of the best days of the year. Rhonda Sue Bless's birthday as well as Friday, October 19th for episode number 70. The Devil Wears Payless. Yes, she do. Yes, she, he do. Um, I'm going with she. Yeah. It. Whatever. It's a feminine energy. Um, thank you say. for the comments. Thank you for giving us life and love um, and being able to know the pursuit of happiness. I'm just throwing that in there. Um, because and it's uh, guys, um, another one of my favorite movies, Miss Congeniality, ends with, and I'm going to end the show with this, that I really do want more Ugh. peace. I really do. Debbie Mamacita Cordell. <gasps> Pete, you Debbie! Would, you would and will be an awesome boss and leader. And Dave, Dave Moore says, happy birthday, <sighs> Mama. And thanks so, for one half of Travis and Pete. Anecdote anecdote i'm tearing up here uh debbie debbie cordell so argosy the casino i worked at i had an opportunity to become to move up the ranks and i was talked out of working there cool by someone so i am much more in control of my life now and i will be taking the reins from here on out watch out people leading um, leading us to infinity and beyond <laughs> infinity and beyond. <laughs> All right, guys, we got to get off of here. Big weekend uh, coming up. Don't know what, but we're going to be doing some cool what. shit. Um, and plus, I I'm graduating level one improv, guys, I, I gotta, this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty big weekend. Yeah, Pete's so, graduating. If you're in that come area, down come down to uh, Final City Improv on Sunday at around 7 o'clock, 7.30. Yeah. Um, seven, get there a little early because it's yeah, going to be a packed early. house. Pete is graduating level one improv class. I know. And I could not be any less interested. So, uh, <laughs> kidding. I'm so excited for this. You're I fired. As my first act as boss, is you're fired from the show. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't my boss, sucker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, come check us out. Come check him out. It'll be fun on Sunday. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll go have a drink or something. Anyway. From our heart to yours. We love you much. Uh, get off of here and go tap into life. Life. Tap out. Out. We are so grateful you joined us for another episode of Tap Into. Go to facebook.com forward slash Travis and Pete and like our page. And drop us a line while you're there and say hi. You can also find us on Instagram at Tap Into Life. Huge, super big shout out to Specialty Produce Network and our listeners and followers because we couldn't do this without you. After all, we are better together. Till next time, get out there and tap tap into life. life. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.